Good morning. I hope you're having a great day wherever you are. We're having a great day here in the state of Tennessee. It's beautiful outside. Uh, I'm in the book of Colossians chapter 4. Colossians chapter 4. Would love for you to join me. Beginning with verse 2. Colossians chapter 4 verse 2. It says, Devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful. And pray for us too that God may open a door for our message so that we may proclaim the mystery of Christ for which I'm in chains. Pray that I may proclaim it clearly as I should. Now be wise in the way you act toward outsiders. Make the most of every opportunity. Let your conversation be always full of grace, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how to answer everyone. This morning I want to talk about standing in line. Now I don't know if you've ever stood in line before. I'm guessing you probably have. Or waited in a line somewhere. Maybe you've been to the DMV recently to renew your driver's license or to get your driver's license for the first time and you can wait for like six days in a line there. It's crazy. Or maybe you've been to a theme park where you stood in line two or three hours to ride one ride that lasted 60 seconds. Uh, maybe you've stood in other lines before but I want to talk about a particular line that all of us are standing in right now. Everybody on the planet, all seven billion of us are in a line. And that's a line that's marching toward eternity. And right now there's someone in the front of that line and there's someone at the back of that line. But everybody in the line is marching toward eternity. They're marching toward a date with death. There's a 100% chance that everybody on the planet is going to die and enter into eternity. And for those of us who believe in Jesus Christ, we believe that when we enter into eternity, we're going to be with Jesus. We're going to be present with Him for all eternity, forever and ever and ever and ever. We also believe that those who without Christ will enter into eternity without Christ. The Bible calls it a place called hell. But all of us are in a line headed toward eternity. Now here's the thing about the line. Uh, you, you can't avoid the line. You're in it whether you want to be in it or not. You can't, you can't say, oh, I'm just going to get in the line. I'm not going to participate. I'm not going to play that game. It just doesn't work that way. You, everybody's in the line. The second thing is, everybody you meet is also in that line. Uh, the person that's in your house right now, or the people in the house right now, they're all in the line. Uh, the person you work with tomorrow, the next day, they're in the line. The person that you're on social media with, uh, texting with, or talking to, or Instagramming, or tweeting, whatever, they're in the line. Everybody you know is in the same line that you are. Now, the thing about this line is you can't trade places with anybody else in the line. You can't walk up and say, look, I, you know, I'm, I'm getting close to the end of the line down here. I'd like to move back a little bit toward the back of the line. Would you like to swap places with me? Doesn't work that way either. You, you can't trade places. You can't talk someone out of their spot in line and take it. You can't get out of the line. You can't say, I'm tired of playing this game and just wander away and say, I'm going to play another game. You can't cheat in the line either. There's, there's no way to cheat the line. The line knows who's next in line. You can't avoid the line. You can't close your eyes and say the line doesn't exist. And the last thing about this line is you don't know what number you're in in the line. You could be one or one hundred or one thousand or one million. We don't know. You know, in America, five people die every minute. Five people in America die every minute. 
However, eight children are born every minute. How about that? That's a good thing. That's a bonus. But there are five people in America that die every minute. <clears throat> the time you watch this broadcast, <clears throat> there may be a hundred people that die. So what do we do about that? Paul has given us some instruction. He was in prison. He didn't know if he was going to be killed, die chained to a wall, be let go, be free. He didn't know what his outcome was going to be, but he was chained there. He understood that he was in line, and he understood what we need to do while we're in that line. And so I would challenge all of us this morning to look at these, these couple of verses, real simple. It says, be wise in the way you act toward outsiders. Uh, we need to be wise toward the people we run into. We need to be careful with our words, careful with our actions. We need to ask God for wisdom and how to relate to someone, how to talk to them or help them or minister to them or, or don't say something to them. We need to be wise. We need to be wise in the way we act toward outsiders. We need to make the most of every opportunity, it says. And so when you run into someone, make the most of that opportunity to help that person, not to hinder them or to hurt them, but to find a way to, to genuinely help them. You know, the Bible says we reap what we sow, and that's a great truth. It's a really a foundational principle for all of us. But being ready and willing to make the opportunity, to make the most of the opportunity, is something that will benefit all of us, all mankind, all, kind, all around the world. It says we're to let our conversation be always full of grace, seasoned with salt. Now, I don't know about you, but sometimes I don't want to have my conversation seasoned with salt or with grace. I, sometimes I get frustrated and just want to say something I probably shouldn't say and will regret the rest of my life. <clears throat> but when we're in this line, we must be careful that the people in front of us and the people behind us in the line <clears throat> hear the word of grace come from us. Even when you don't want to, people need to hear the word of grace. They need to be they need to be bombarded by the grace that God has given us and by the grace that we're to share with one another. We're to let our, our conversation be seasoned with salt. That is <clears throat> something that people actually want to listen to. That uh, They want to participate in the conversation and ask questions and, and find out more. So we need to be well-educated in the ways of the gospel, well-educated in what the Bible says, because people may want to ask us a question. And we'll take the saltiness of the Bible the saltiness of the life of Christ that he lived before us and share with people so that they'll want to know more. And then it says, so that you may know how to answer everyone. You know, there, <clears throat> there have been times in my life when I just didn't have an answer. There's some things going on in the world right now I just don't have an answer for. I don't, I don't, know, how to, I don't know how to answer some of these questions that people are asking. So I pray about it. <clears throat> and I ask God to Give me some wisdom to know how to answer some of the questions that are being being put out there. And I trust that if it's my job, if it's my responsibility to have an answer, that, that the Holy Spirit will give me an answer. And you can trust the Holy Spirit in that. I'm not supposed to have the answer to everything. Maybe there's somebody else out there that's got an answer. But that doesn't mean we shouldn't stop and ask the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, I'm in this situation now and I'm not exactly sure how to respond. Holy Spirit, could you tell me what I'm supposed to say or not say. Maybe it's not my turn. And just trust the Holy Spirit to, to tell you what to do in that point. 
And then the last couple of things. <clears throat> Paul says, devote yourself to prayer, being watchful and thankful. Once again, prayer. We, we can never pray enough. And prayers don't have to be long. They don't have to be complicated. They can be very short. Um, just right to the point. Jesus doesn't need us to go over and over and over and over and over again with a prayer because he hears us the first time. He gets it. He's a smart guy. He's like, yeah, I got that one. Um, so pray. It says devote yourself to prayer. Be watchful and thankful. Be watchful for what? Be watchful for the answer to that prayer. Be watchful for some sign that God gives you that you need to pray for something else or pray differently. Just be watchful for how God responds. And then be thankful. Whether He responds or not, be thankful. God, I thank You that You heard my prayer. Whether you ever hear an answer or not, be thankful for that. And then it says, <clears throat> and pray for others, that we may proclaim the mystery of Christ. Let's be sure we pray for our brothers and sisters in Christ always, but particularly those who are trying to share the good news and pray that they would share it the right way, the best way, share it in a way that would that would be powerful to the people who are listening. Uh, let's pray for those who are sharing the gospel. Pray for your pastors. Pray for those who are evangelists and missionaries, people that are on the front line of sharing the gospel <clears throat> as part of their vocation. Uh, pray for people who are uh, in the workplace who are sharing the gospel. They have a different vocation where they go to a building and work and yet they still can proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ right where they're working. Pray for children and teenagers to share the gospel as they are on the playgrounds or uh, when school ever starts back and pray for them to share the gospel as well. <clears throat> First Peter 3.15 says, Always be prepared to make a defense to anyone who calls you to account for the hope that is in you, yet do it with gentleness and reverence. So, as we're standing in this line, <clears throat> let's prepare ourselves to always be ready to tell others about Jesus Christ. Because it's the only thing that's going to make a difference in this world. It's the only thing that's going to make a difference in your house. It's the only thing that's going to make a difference in your workplace. And the only thing that will make a difference in this world. So. Remember, you're in the line. You can't get out. Hey, thanks for watching, and I hope you have a blessed day wherever you are today.